Welcome to episode six of the Investing Blueprint. Welcome, welcome. Hey, hey, hey. We're at the, um, we're at the Christmas edition. Yeah, it's it's been a really, really like transformative year, PJ. I think you would agree. Um, yeah. We've been through a lot, and um, I think this show for me has helped to keep some some normal normalcy, like a little yeah. bit of, of something to look forward to for sure. Yeah, and, um, and it's for me, it's also been consistency too, right? You know, like, because, you know, prepping for this show and, and, you know, just making sure I stay on top of, you know, keeping up with the analysis and all that type of stuff for my own portfolio. But yeah, man, it's been yeah. a wicked year. Yeah, it is. And just yeah, so everybody knows, um, we always put the disclaimer at the beginning, this is not financial advice. Nothing that is said during this show should be construed as investment advice. Remember to conduct your own analysis and seek your own financial advisor before investing. This show is brought to you by Signature FX. That's it right there. That's yes, it right yes. there. Um, and we're just making sure, you know, we're covering ourselves. Um, yeah. as, as you'll hear in the interview, this is a journey. Uh, we don't have all the answers and we're just putting forward the, the, the way we see it. Um, I think I can, can you hear some bells? I hear some bell. I think Andrew's on his way. I think he's coming. Let's... All right. Ready any... oh, nice. any <laughs> Ten points. Yet again, you've got the transport wrong, guys. He wasn't Santa Sleigh. I'm more of the, the sleigh from National Lampoons, to be honest, guys. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's more like that's it, that's but uh, I don't fit in it to be honest. But uh, guys, what a show we got today! Really looking forward to it, and uh, we got a really, really special guest. And uh, I suppose Mandela, I suppose this introduction's over to you. Yeah, thank you very much. Um, we are very excited to introduce Warney. Um, so without further ado, let's get over to that interview. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's my pleasure to welcome our extra special guest, none other than Mr. Ryan Swan. Ryan was the person that got me interested in trading all the way back in high school. Ryan used to spend his lunch hours researching stocks with a, a mutual friend, Zukumu. And instead of going outside and playing basketball or going swimming, they would research stocks. He went on to become a full-time trader. And we're going to go into all this information and more, but let's start off with how did you get interested in trading in the first place, Warney? How are you doing, fellas? Thanks for having me on. It's nice to be here. I'm a big fan of what you guys are doing, Signature FX. My journey started um, back in high school, as you mentioned. Um, it was around 13 or 14 years of age. So I was watching TV and the channel flicked to like CNBC or one of those um, business channels and the, the flashing ticker down the bottom just got sparked my interest. So I remember asking my dad about it and he started to explain a bit. And then it kind of started from there, just learning a bit here and there and reading up on stuff. And it got to the point where myself and a friend in high school, we would, instead of going out at like recess and lunch and stuff, we would be, one of the teachers would let us use his computer and we would be checking stock prices and tracking stocks that we had, you know, identified might be worthwhile, that type of thing. 
so it, it started there um, and kind of grew um, after high school I went overseas to England but in high school my dad had opened me a small trading account with TD Ameritrade put like a couple thousand bucks in it so I got my feet wet just investing in stocks that we identify ones I wanted to invest in and buying a few shares seeing how it did and stuff um, I went away to school in England for a couple of years but I remember the first summer coming back I didn't get a summer job I actually my dad um, funded that same account with a bit more money and myself and the same friend from high school we spent the entire summer um, day trading so you know every day I yeah it was pretty cool every day I would go to his house early we would do some market prep check you know what stocks were moving what news was happening and stuff and then we would trade for the entire day so that was for maybe two months we ran that account um we did all right made a bit of profit um i remember come like mid-august we we took all the profit we'd made out and um went on a trip to see jay-z in concert so <laughs> yeah looking back you know probably should have saved the profit but when you're young that's what you do when you have a little uh little money um so that was 2000 how, 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 old, how old were you around like what what age were you around that time that was summer 2003 so okay. i would have been 18. yeah 18 uh, going 18 because my birthday is september so yeah 17 yeah. going 18. so that was my first little taste of day trading um i went to university in canada with you guys actually pj and um, mandela and um all through university i was i was trading um as well as studying um so yeah i was i was day trading stocks i'd gotten into options then stock options i'd also been introduced to um fx forex so this was must have been 2004 yeah 2004 is when i got introduced to forex and I started learning as much as I could about that. It was still kind of not newish, but you know, retail forex trading wasn't that popular back then. Um, mm. So there wasn't a lot of info out there. But again, my dad, you know, I, I was showing him, chatting to him about what I was looking at and learning and testing test strategies and stuff. So he funded another account for me, a forex account. Um, and in a couple of years, I really kind of honed in on Forex. So I started dating, day trading Forex pretty, pretty rigorously in, um, in university. Um, and it got to the point where I was skipping class and stuff to trade in the library, in my room, I would be <laughs> up, I would be up, you know, setting alarms for two, three in the morning to get up and trade the, um, European open and stuff like that. And it was great. Cause I, like I was, I was making good money um at times but it did take a toll on my health the the out the you know the early hours and stuff like that um so you know it was the good and bad there i can yeah. recall a funny story well not funny looking back but i can recall one day i skipped class was in the library and in one day i lost five figures i won't give the exact amount but i lost five wow. figures in one day so that was an eye-opener and it took me almost three weeks to make that money back so that's the first lesson in risk management there <laughs> um, so that was that was college and i i mean i got through college but it was amazing how i did because i mean I, I wasted a lot of time um 
but yeah, so, after college, I, I, I day traded full time out of college. And, you know, that was my job for probably six, seven years after college. Um, I picked up a little summer job running a water sports company as well, but that was more to get me out of the house and stuff like that. So, yeah. I think that's, uh, I just think that's a, a career people dream of, you know, to be day trading and to be doing it full time. But for me, I'm really interested in uh, a young Mandela. So when you guys met up and yeah, I want to know the story is uh, really how Mandela got into the trading of Forex with you. So, so from me, uh, when I first met Mandela, Mandela introduced me to stocks, Mandela introduced me to Forex. Mm. And, you know, uh, obviously your name had, had been mentioned, I think, back in uh, 2012. And mm. Mandela gave me a really, really hard time of getting into Forex. He, you know, he wouldn't share any of the secrets. And uh, I really had to dig deep, you know, go through baby pips and afterwards. Yes, Mr. Mayogi training before I could even like talk to this guy about, you know, doing a real life trade. So <laughs> with, with Mandela, so, you know, how did Mandela sort of you know, approach you and you know, how did he get into it? We've been friends since high school. Um, you know, we were in a music group together. We were both out in university together in Canada. We DJed together. So he would always, you know, we'd be all hanging out a lot. So he would always, you know, ask me what I was up to, what I was doing, and we would chat about stuff. And then, I, you know, he started getting a bit more interested in the, the investment and finance stuff. So we would chat a bit more. I recall mentioning Forex too and telling him about baby pips, I think. Because um, that's one of the first tools that I used when I was learning about Forex. And it was really good. They had the little school you could go through and stuff like that. Um, yeah, so Fub would always bounce ideas off me and get into the um, get into the investments more and more as time went on. You know, he branched out and developed his own sort of strategies and stuff. He would always bounce stuff off me. Yeah, um, I, I, I think the, the same sort of way that I treated you, Andrew, in yeah. a way was kind of how I felt me and Swanee's relationship was at times. <laughs> so um, I felt like Swanee had kind of shot off into this this almost full-time trading thing. Um, I was always curious about it. Um, and there was a few times, I don't know if you remember, um, I would come up to your house and you would kind of show me, you know, your setup, your, your trading desk and, and some of the things you were looking at. Um, but I think you you had kind of developed your own processes and your own set of rules and stuff. And it was always something that I wanted to learn more about. And you would always kind of give me that motivation and say, you know, just have a look at this or, or think about um, this concept or that concept. So um, it, for me, it, it was really the spark uh, the, the the thing that got me interested in trading was seeing your success and seeing how you kind of made it into a career for the most part um and i, I really admired that you had a lot of courage to kind of go out and, and and do that at such a young age yeah yeah I, I would yeah i would say the same i mean i i remember you would ask questions and stuff and i would i would tell you bits and pieces but yeah when you when you when you're work when you're doing it and you've studied it and stuff like that it's difficult to just tell someone else everything you know or try to even because you know you better to learn you know on your own trial and error and 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 find your own path i would i would say but yeah i mean 
and I, I've, I learned stuff from Fubs as well over the years. You know, he would tell me something he's looking at or whatever. I'd be like, yeah, that's cool. I'll check it out. And, you know, he, he's, he's doing well with the, with the FX and stuff like that. He was, I remember you were showing me your Saxo account and stuff like that. And this was, yeah. this was after I had, I had stopped kind of day trading the Forex because I, um, I stepped away from the day trading of Forex because, because of those swings. I mean, I mentioned to you a huge loss I had. I mean, I, I would have huge wins, but the swings kind of took a toll. So I, I branched back out to stocks and really honed in on um, on stock trading eventually. Yeah, so I, I'd say, Swan, you know, you've been a, been a great teacher and great mentor for, for Mandela because that, that's what he's been for me. So he was he was a bit tough for me when I first met him, but <laughs> that, that toughness has paid off, you know, so... I wouldn't be where I'm at today, you know, without, without the support and help from Mandela. So I suppose mm. ultimately, Swati, you know, that's thanks to you. So uh, kudos. Thank you very much. Hey, sure. I'm glad to see where it's taken, guys, you know, um, even PJ, he, you know, everybody's kind of branched out and it's definitely a, an interesting world, um, the financial world. And there's so much to learn, so much you can um, experience and get involved in. So, yeah, you know. Everybody can learn from everybody, I would say. L listening to you, you speak and, and how you mentioned, um, you know, explaining to people, um, you know, your journey or, or trying to tell them about what you know, it really makes a lot more sense now. Because at, at one point, I'm like, these guys are trying to keep all these secrets um, to the south. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I was that overly enthusiastic, you know, I'm hearing about, you know, successes and I was introduced to um stocks and stuff at 14 through my father but mm. he, i think he had like you know the the typical sort of understanding of it i don't think he he had his job and he just viewed it as almost like a part-time hustle whereas mm. i wanted to take it as a full-time career so hearing that you had uh you know found that type of success for a bit you know you have your reasons for, for you know going in and out but it was just like, you know, when I used to see, I think it was that somebody's wedding, man. I'm like, you know, oh, now's a finally a good time to sit off and uh, talk to you about it. And he was just like, yeah, you know, her and I think we were talking about penny stocks or something at that point. Mm. Um, the guy, uh, Tim, somebody, he has a penny stock. Sykes, course. yes. Tim Sykes, Sykes, yes, yes, right yes, yes. Yeah. Yes. So we were mentioning, you know, talking about that, but. You know, everybody hadn't seen each other in years. It was almost yeah. like a high school reunion. So we couldn't get a real conversation going. But I, I completely agree with all, you know, it's very difficult to sort of tell somebody everything you know in a in a conversation. Yeah. You know, you've taken years and years to to go through this, you know? Yeah. A funny story about Tim Sykes. Um I was with a group of traders in Vegas, uh gosh, I can't remember the year. And Tim Sykes was there doing some sort of a, I don't know if it was like a event or something he does, a conference. So we went to it and Tim Sykes was, basically the moral is Tim Sykes is more of a marketer than anything. Because he was sitting there having people take pictures with him and he had a briefcase full of $100,000 cash. And he was taking pictures with people with this briefcase and we looked at him like, this is, this is some sort of a joke or whatever. Anyway, yeah. So I met I met Tim Sykes. I saw Tim Sykes. I didn't actually go. I mean, we laughed after we saw that he was, you know, rather than teaching people about investing, he was taking photos with the with uh, 
Yeah, trading rock star. Yeah, yeah. Let's say Swanee. So, uh, just as a question for myself is, I, I fell into the trap of following uh, following traders on Instagram, where ultimately they were they were never sharing technical analysis, or they were never sharing a method. They were always sharing a Rolex watch, or they were sharing. Yeah, uh, all for sure. Yeah. Yeah, and just. Uh, just what's your advice you know, to anyone who's watching the video? You know, to stay away from these uh, red flags or, or, or sharks. You know, what, what what do you think of these guys on Instagram? Are just like this this they sell a lifestyle, in my opinion. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, because I see I've seen them and come across them as well. Um, I mean, there's something to be learned from guys like that. Some of them are decent traders, you know, th- that have done moderately well, or they might be doing really well, but. I always like to say that the best traders, like we were talking about earlier, the best traders are in the background. They're not flashing all their stuff. They're not selling a course or selling, you know, subscriptions and stuff like that. They're doing their thing, going about their business, giving out little bits of info, but they're not, you know, in your face with their Lambos and stuff like that. They're, you know, they're saving for a rainy day they're making money every day and then going to play golf and stuff like that so you know just be i would say it's nice to see and stuff but just be careful what you believe and what you follow as we said earlier it's best to just learn as much as you can yourself and you know read what you can study what you can see what works see what doesn't work but do it for yourself don't like follow someone else or aspire to be someone else i mean i'm still i was having having this conversation with fub the other day because you know i was like well i'll come on and do the chat with you guys but um i don't think i'm an expert or anything like that and i don't want to come across like that i i'm learning every day as i'm sure you guys are and i i i think i'm going to be learning every day till the day you know i drop so that's how I approach it. Every day is a learning experience. Every day you can be better than the day before. Are you trading at the moment? And if you are, what's, what's your top three trades or what's your top three stocks? What, what, anything you're looking at for the end of 2021, 2022? Uh, I do day trade here and there when I have free days. I have a full-time job now as well. Um, but I do get, you know, time off. Um, so day trading, I'm, I've always day traded... Um, small cap stocks momentum um primarily short selling um and then i also day trade options uh occasionally as well and then i have a lot of longer term stuff now um you know planning for the future so yeah i invest a lot of in growth stocks uh, you know dividend stocks a little a little bit of options longer term as well some ETFs, just diversifying, but um, the, the stuff I'm doing daily is is small cap momentum and um, options. Do you, have an, do you have an opinion on crypto? Uh, is there any cryptocurrency that you would say, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm behind that. I think it's a good project, or I think you know, I think it's got uh, good legs for the future. Right. So crypto is interesting. I watch you guys show for my crypto advice <laughs> I, answer. to be honest with you right you at um one of the one of the things i was remembering when we were talking about this i figured you guys would ask me about crypto i one thing i i think is important is investing in things you know about and you're familiar with and stuff 
I'm going to be honest, I don't know much about crypto, so I've steered clear of it. Now, a few years ago when crypto craze kind of really started, I, I jumped on board and opened a little, you know, crypto account and bought a bit, you know, small amounts of Bitcoin and got sucked into this, you know, the stuff we were talking about, the, the guys showing the flashy returns and stuff. So I lost a bit of money in the BitConnect thing. And, you know, some of those some of those Me schemes too. happened when Bitcoin craze first started. Um, so I don't have much of an opinion on crypto right now. I, I watch it and I see what's being talked about and stuff. But I don't know much about it, so I steer clear of it because, you know, you know, I'm more in tune to invest in things I know about and I'm familiar with. But a funny story, um, in 2014, a friend of mine at the time came to me, and I don't know if you guys were following crypto in 2014, but a friend of mine came to me at the time and said, hey, have you heard about this stuff called Bitcoin? And I was like, no, nah, what's that? And he started explaining it to me. You know, I was like, yeah, whatever. He's like, yeah, man, it's the next big thing, you know. And at the time, you're going to you're going to laugh when I tell you what the price of Bitcoin was at the time. But Bitcoin was trading around seven hundred dollars at the time. And he's like, yeah, we should buy a couple. And I said, you buy a couple, man, whatever. I don't know what you're talking about. So, yeah. yeah it's not, it's <laughs> no, same same story here. And uh, it's a shame I don't, you know, uh, I don't back up WhatsApp messages because I think me and Mandela, I'm pretty sure I was in Casablanca at the time. And yeah, Bitcoin was coming in at $750. And me and Mandela were having a bit of a back and forth. And I was like, that's a bit risky. $750. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, and, I was uh, no, Here we are now. Because <laughs> I was well, thinking of it as like a stock. And I wouldn't, you know, why would I buy a stock for $700? I would buy something cheaper. So I was like, I'm not buying that. <laughs> The, the beauty about it, I could say now, is that we have the luxury of hindsight. And yeah. looking at that, you know, we could see the the patterns and, it, you know, you do technical analysis and, you know, you could apply that to the crypto market to benefit you. So that I think I think everything works out in its time and we're still mm. early, you know, I guess just in terms of being in the game for a long time because a lot of people will start investing or, or have a little bit of an interest in it and majority of people will lose that passion um it could come down to losing too much money it takes too much time um what sort of things have you found over the years really helped you to persevere um and and to really be successful with it um and, and what sort of things you, would you suggest to other people who may be struggling um, to stick with investing? Uh, I would suggest thinking a little longer term. Um, think of, you know, the power of compound interest and stuff, like what might seem like a small little gain today. You do that every day or every week or every month. And in two, three years time, you know, you'll be you'll be sitting sitting pretty. I mean, it's easy to get discouraged, especially when you have losses. Um, and it's easy to get discouraged when you like, take a small profit and then watch whatever you invested in go to the moon, you know? So, um, but yeah, think bigger picture. I mean, you got to think that the investing world is it's, it's a way for the smaller guys and the, the people that don't have a lot or whatever to get better better off or make themselves a little better it gives you you know a leg into what a lot of these big rich guys are 
are using to make a lot of money. I mean, the banks, you can put your money in the bank and, you know, you'll be, it'll be probably safe, but it's not going to appreciate at all. And it's not really going to do much for you in five, 10 years. So, you know, read up on something simple like a mutual fund or, or whatever, open a little account and put aside some money in that and just see where it takes you. Um, it's very easy to make, you know, even 1% over a year and it's better than losing money, keeping, keeping your dollars in a, in a bank account, you know? So, so you mentioned, um, earlier about small cap stocks and, uh, you know, Forex is what something that you were familiar trading. Um, are those your favorite assets to trade or do you, do you branch out on anything else like futures or, uh, right. So I've traded a little of everything I've traded stocks, options for obviously Forex, I've, I've traded spot commodities. I've traded Forex futures, I've traded oil futures, um, and I've traded, well, I wouldn't call it trading crypto, but yeah, I, I got into the, the connect stuff and all of that. But, um, right now I'm trading stocks and options. Um, in terms of favorite things to trade, I really enjoy trading the Forex. Um, we used to day trade the Euro dollar, um, and scalp it and throw lots and lots and just, you know, pull out a good bit of money, but that's, you know, we also lost a good bit when we would lose. Um, so that was fun, but, um, yeah, I would, I would say, uh, out of everything I've traded, I've enjoyed Forex and then what I'm doing now, the stocks and options, the small cap momentum is a lot of fun, especially when you get action, as I like to call it, you know, you guys probably remember the, the, the Kodak action. You've had some other stuff recently, GameStop and yeah. stuff like that. That's that's the stuff that I enjoy. I mean, it's tricky, but it's 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 good. It's good fun. So yeah. But that yeah. that was my my next question, being that you had uh, you know brought it up. How do you? Two questions actually. Sure. What was your source for? I guess learning about it. Um, you know these momentum trades and. Um, you know, what would you recommend anybody looking to getting into it? Like, you know, what to look out for? Okay, so I first learned about like small cap momentum and stuff from from reading about guys like um, Tim Sykes we talked about earlier. He used to trade uh, penny stocks, essentially, but that's all small cap momentum. Um, and then there was a couple other guys, a couple of guys I'm friends with who have like subscription services and stuff i will point out but i wasn't a member of their subscription. i met them before they started their services and stuff um but they're a good group of guys and yeah they we all kind of bounced ideas off each other um so for somebody just starting to try to learn about that stuff i would suggest there's a ton of free material on the internet you could also join you know a, a learning room or chat room or something like that to, to learn from guys who do it well um but small cap momentum is one of those things that you you get familiar with and you learn over repeated, you know, wa watching stocks move, essentially price action and stuff like that. In the small cap world, it's very manipulated. Um, so it's it's easy to see, you know, when things are 
are going to happen based on the way the price is moving and you know the, the bid sizes and axe sizes you can see like the players that are moving a stock essentially and what they're doing um and then you can it's predictable because the prices follow similar actions i mean if you look at a chart i, I mentioned earlier you stock kodak gamestop there was one recently um dwac i don't i forget what this the company name is but that was the talk stocks and all of those charts look exactly the same because these small cap stocks they move the same way every time so you can you know it's 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 possible to exploit a, a, a move and use it to your advantage. So that's kind of what I do now. I mean, again, someone just starting out, I would just suggest trying to learn as much as you can and then um, study study the price, price movements of those um, and go from there. I mean, that's that's pretty much it. Makes sense. So so essentially what you've done, you, you, you kind of, circled yourself or, or surrounded yourself around people who were more experienced than you so you exactly. got an accelerated sort of learning curve by you know learning yeah to yeah, yeah like i said there's a ton of information out there and um i mean i can't remember exactly when i started following that stuff but i, I was reading up on it and then you know came across a couple guys that i would ask questions or message and stuff and then it, it kind of went from there um yeah and, and i mean like i say there's there's a lot of ways to make money in the market that was just one of them that i kind of zoned in on and i'm a i'm more of a stats guy and data guy so i actually i remember like years ago i started tracking you know these stocks i would track like i had a spreadsheet and i was tracking i was tracking their their market cap i was tracking you know how much they moved intraday i was tracking all that stuff data and then i would come up with like a data driven strategy trading strategy essentially so like you know i it's almost like autopilot now where you you know i can look at us look at a stock look at the numbers and then know you know what 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 my probability is that it's going to move x amount um based on what it's done so far and stuff so i would definitely recommend getting into statistics if you can for for any type of trading even the crypto guys i mean i'm sure it, it probably relates yeah so, so sounds like um i think you mentioned earlier your yeah today you you sort of scan it you, you view the order book up quite often for your sort of um, setups your trading setups say again do you do you view the order book like level two trading are you are you looking at the um yeah of yeah level two is essential if you're day trading stocks especially because you can see the depth of the market and you can see the the sizes on the bid the sizes on the offer and stuff like that so yes yeah level two is uh essential for a day trader that's trading stocks anyway right yeah i think it I don't could know. be applied to crypto too i think right i was just gonna say that. is that they have like an order book for crypto stuff yes yes the future okay. i i i i've reviewed it for um, futures trading yeah yeah i know they have a future's nice yeah yeah i mean i would love to sit down one day and and try to apply some of the stuff to crypto because i'm sure it relates and you can you probably it, use man. it yeah you i know the technical it. analysis is very similar for sure the same yeah it'd be right? great to great if we can get you back on the show swanee maybe we can just go live on the charts the four of us and sure, yeah, uh, maybe, cool. maybe apply place apply some of our methods so 
so for me, uh, my my trading style was different from Mandela. I believe Mandela you know, does trade with Elliott Wave and Fib levels. But with myself, normally I, I look at breakouts, you know, through through trend lines, uh, support yeah. resistance. I'm more of a le- level trader, and yes, yeah. and, it, and it works well for a pair of us, you know. So sometimes we have, we have a bit of a disconnect which way the price is going to go. But generally, overall, uh, I could say long Mandela, say short. But at the end of the week, we both both one out trades. And, yeah, uh, that's the great thing about trading, you know. Yeah, you could both be right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, I wanted to. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just saying. Yeah, no, that's cool. You know, and that's why um, things like uh, groups like the Signature FX and stuff like that are great because you get to bounce ideas off each other and you can all better yourselves, right? Yeah, I, I don't. I don't want to put you on this spot, Swanee, because uh, we have had this conversation before. But we do have three free groups um, where people share ideas and things like that. And I know um, initially, I think you said you you would prefer not to be in them, but you're more than welcome to come into the groups. It's um, the three of us kind of moderate it. There's one stocks group, there's a forex, and then there's a crypto one. So. Um, can let me okay, know where, where, like, where where's the groups is it like a whatsapp group or? yeah there's yeah, just yeah. three whatsapp groups um they got maybe between 20 and 50 people in them uh depending on which group it is um and it's people just sharing sometimes sharing charge setups sometimes it's news um mm. sometimes it's a funny picture um but it would be great if you if you were interested to, to be a yeah, part of that right. as well um, and yeah, you can always chime in. On the spot, yeah, I'll, I'll hop in. The, <laughs> I'll, jo- I'll definitely join the stock one. I mean, yeah. Forex, yeah. I'm not really following much on crypto. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll join the stock one. Put me in the stock okay. one. Yeah, okay, cool. Perfect. Yeah. I'll add you. I'll add you now. Um, okay, I had another question because a lot of people um, focus on entry and, um, you know, people focus on the money. Um, how important do you think it is to have a mental fitness? Um, and what are some of the techniques that you use to control like emotions and things like that? Techniques I use, I mean, it's important to have a life away from your screen and stuff like that. So, I mean, I, I like to get out and play a little golf or, you know, I, I remember when I was day trading full time, out of university, I picked up the job at the water sports just for that reason, to get a mental break and, you know, relax and get out on the water and stuff like that. Um, it does take a toll on you, especially like if you're day trading because of the pressures. I mean, we were talking about this before the um, live started, but the pressure can, can weigh on you, especially if you've got a family and bills and stuff like that, which is one of the reasons that I took a full-time job outside of trading was to have that balance and also not have the pressure of trying to trade to support, you know, family and kids and stuff like that. So, um, advice for people, I would suggest getting a hobby or two or three and, um, enjoying that as well. And remembering that, there was life outside of the markets and it doesn't work for everybody. Mm-hmm. Don't be afraid to pack it in and try something new or different or fall back on an old talent you had or whatever. That's cool. So real quick, Swanee, um, if you were to go back at your 21 year old self, 
how would you make yourself much richer? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, great question. I would have put myself. I would have told myself at twenty-one to take some of the profits and stash them away. Because um, I remember when I was making good money, I was spending good money on silly things, you know. Right, the right. usual stuff we would spend money on back then, like shoes and stuff like that, fancy right. watch or whatever. Short-term objectives. Yeah, and now looking, you know, I wish I had some of that stashed away for a rainy day, or just 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 stashed away. So I would tell my twenty-one-year-old self, put some of those profits aside and save them. I would also tell my twenty-one-year-old self, what am I now? Thirty-six. So that's fifteen years ago. I would tell my twenty-one-year-old self. Hey, in three years, buy Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and I mean, I've had a lot. I've had a couple of really bad, good trades, but bad in the sense that now they would be so much more. So I guess it would be, don't rush to take profits. You know, mm-hmm. maybe take some, but not all. Um, longer term, you you might be even better off. I remember getting. I remember I bought Spot Gold in university at like five hundred dollars an ounce, and now it's what eighteen hundred dollars an ounce. I mean, yeah. simple things like that. I I think I sold it at like five hundred and ninety-five dollars an ounce or something. Yeah. yeah. The, yeah the beauty about, about it is, yeah, I was about to say um, the beauty about it is that you know we're still young. You know, a lot of people will start to have this interest at. 50 or coming close to retirement, you know, and it's not giving them much flexibility to sort of make those mistakes with, you know, capital. So I think you guys are definitely blessed to be in this space now where we could have that trial and error and sure. you know, have the benefit of time. Yeah, sure. And I'm sure you guys would agree. Like, I mean, we we all have kids, and we'll. I'm gonna. I know I'm gonna be teaching my son as early as Possibly. you know he's able. Just a little bit of here and there, because he'll have such a head start. If even to what we had, I mean, we started relatively early, as we're saying. But you know, even even more of a head start than we had. I remember the day my son was born. I um, I took some of the money that we'd been given for his baby shower, and I opened him a, an investment account. And I bought him like three shares of Apple, two shares of Microsoft, and stuff like that. So he might, we might know the youngest Apple shareholder. Like I don't know, but <laughs> and you know, when he's eighteen, yeah, I'll just give him that. I'll teach him about it and give him that account. Hopefully, he doesn't sell them, but he might. It's up to him. But you know, you never know where it'll be. But yeah, yeah. for sure, getting an early start is probably essential. You really set yourself up for the future. Yeah, I, I did the same for my children, man. The baby shower money, I'm like all covered, mm. straight into an investment. I I did a bit more aggressively, you know. I put it into all crypto, but um, <laughs> but I still think, yeah, it, it's if the research, like like you said, if you learn about something, then you know you feel more comfortable uh, of taking that risk, right? So yeah, for sure. Okay. Um, I had another question for you, Swanee. Um, 
if you could um, give us some of the sources of your um, some of your resources. So, do you listen to any podcasts, any shows? Um, are there any particular books that you could you could kind of share with people to do some homework? Um, and anything else that you kind of look at on a daily basis that really helps to to boost your um, your trade and performance? Mm. Books, there's a bunch out there, but some of the staples that I've read and that I would recommend, um, Trading in the Zone by Mark Douglas is essential for a day trader. I mean, investing long term as well, but day trading. Andrew, you're looking to go day trading. I don't know if you've read that book yet, but you've got it. I have, yeah. So I've had it on audio book a few times. So, yeah, probably one of my awesome. goals actually. It's a really good book. Yeah, what, yeah. For who sure. was the author, sir? Uh, Mark Douglas. Okay, okay. Trading in yeah. Zoom. Um, I've read that one as well. I, I really rate that book. Awesome. Really yeah, there's a... We gained from that book there. I read one, a really good one for those people looking for, like, into growth stocks and stuff. It's called Rule Number One by a guy named Phil Town. Um, it really hit home when I read it because he talks about and we met, when we were talking about crypto earlier, I was like, yeah, I stay away from it because I really don't know anything about it. Not as much as I would like to know before investing in it. But Phil Town talks about, you know, only investing in stocks that you are familiar with, you use every day, you know, you know, the company and stuff like that. So like, you know, draw three circles and say, you know, what you're passionate about, where you spend money and how you make money. And whatever kind of in the middle of those three circles is in falling in all three circles. Look at stocks in that area. On a daily basis, I I read actually it's um, a newsletter that you signed me up for, or you told me about called Morning Brew. You remember yeah. that? Yeah. yeah I, I, read, I, I get I get the emails in the morning. I mean, I don't read it every morning, but a lot of times, just when I'm looking to kill 10, 15 minutes, I'll read it and just a ton of good info in them. You know what's happening, what's not happening, what's moving. So. Yeah. Nice. I'm glad you still use that. I didn't realize yeah. you did. And it's the best price too. It's completely free. Yeah, I was just gonna say the price. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and then I'll just I'll just online just read the news, business news, and stuff like that. I don't really watch the investing channels on TV anymore. I used to watch them uh, every day, but you realize a lot of those that stuff is kind of hyped up and pumped up anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. Other okay. than that. Just research, look, search online, ton of info online for whatever you're trying to learn about. So Swanee, is there anything else, you know, you'd, you'd like to add before we, before we start to wrap, wrap things up? Um, not really. I appreciate you guys having me on here. It was fun to chat with you all and hopefully we can do it again sometime. Yeah, when you, please. when you plan on doing the next, um, so I, th I think it'd be it'd be great maybe if we can get you get one towards the end of January 2022 if you're available. But it's just one thing I would add, Swanee, is uh, regards to Signature FX, you are you are a life honorary member, and in a way you are you are like the you are like the godfather of Signature FX. So so without 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 your guidance to Mandela, I think Mandela and I you know never would have met and we never would have you know maybe followed our dreams of you know doing something that we love so ultimately it really is that thanks to yourself so i'm really really grateful you've come on the show and uh you know, you know giving us some of your knowledge as well it's been a really really good interview hey no worries i'm 
was it was a pleasure and i i like i said i support what you guys are doing for sure so it was uh enjoyable and i uh i'm glad that i had a little impact on others i mean quite a big impact on me for sure so uh, yeah yeah huge impact i don't i don't think i would be into trading had it not been for you kind of getting into it first and sharing that it could be done yeah i mean you might have been into but maybe not at the time you did or whatever you might have yeah. been later in life but yeah i'm glad we're all where we are now and onwards and upwards lots of nuggets there wow guys that was great what what, what an interview really really enjoyed that and uh there's just so many takeaways and probably like a lot of our, our other interviews, I, I go back and watch that a couple of times, uh, especially now over the Christmas break. But for me, my, probably the, the main takeaway for me was about day trading. So that's something I've been working on and something I'm look, look, you know, looking towards for next year. And just listening to what uh, Swati was saying regarding you know, the, how hard it is, the pressures of day trading. I'm going to take all that on board and you know for sure it's going to be something you know and a read into and definitely look into before the new year so what about yourselves pj you know what's what's your biggest takeaway from the interview yeah likewise um i haven't really day traded stocks and options like consistency you know i'll see an opportunity and i'll you know take it now and then but you know 2022 is definitely one of the games that i wanted to um try to be more consistent with and he gave me a nice bit of material to, you know, do a little bit of research with the um, books I trade in these and by Mark Douglas and yeah. Uh, yeah, so, number one. So, so say, there's two. I say Mandela, that's that's, so a, that's a great, <coughs> great uh, post into the comments uh, to do an interview yeah. Yeah. with, uh, yeah. post the link for Amazon. But guys, before you go buy in a book, I do believe it's free on YouTube. So uh, please, please have a look. You might be able to actually do that for free. Yeah, yeah. I think I think you're right. Um, I just wanted to put them up here so that people can see they are available. Um, but for me, the, the the main thing for me, um, I think there were there were a few things that I just wanted to kind of put out there, which were um, basically what or who was the person that got you interested in trading? Everybody has that one person who has always been into trading or who has kind of introduced you initially into it. Um, for me, it was Swanee. And to be able to have him on the show and talk about um, how he got started, how he got started, um, it was really great to kind of to, to hear that because a lot of the information he shared, I, I wasn't aware of. Um, and just for, for the Christmas holidays, it may be worth it reaching out to the person that got you into trading. And um, I think it it's one of those things, either you, you like it or you don't, um, you have a passion for it, um, or you have a curiosity, or it could just be something that is not for you. Um, and that, that that's all I really wanted to share um, yeah, from the I, interview. I think it's how you get introduced to it as well, because you could get bored with all the jargon, you could get bored with all the things that you don't understand, but you know, just stick with it. It's, it yeah. will benefit you once you grasp the concepts. Sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah definitely. just to just to pick up on that. So we, we say about the guy that uh, introduces trading. Uh, sorry, guys, that sounds like I'm echoing, but it sounds okay to you. 
You sound okay to me. I don't know. I hear a delay. You hear a delay? Yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, uh, hopefully, this comes, comes through, through a bit clearer. clearer. So I think it was, was hard enough my accent to understand. But okay, just want to pick up in one of the questions. So we got the Goddard's ministry here. And what are the cons of investing? And if anyone wants to answer that question uh, or any, any advice? I think that's a really good question because I think we focus a lot on um, where we went right. And there, there are quite a lot of... Um, there are quite a lot of risks involved, and maybe that's something that we can look at in in next in next year's shows. Um, I think some of the things when you're talking about cons, you, you could just be involved with a bad broker or bad exchange. Um, you know, you also could just not have enough time to dedicate to it, um, and you're not putting in the the amount of um, hours that it takes to kind of to, to focus on it properly. And I guess my answer is. Um, you have to kind of be honest with yourself and know that you're going to you're going to come across a lot of different stumbling blocks things like um, people who 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 will give you a get rich quick scheme they're going to be all sorts of things in your journey um, but i think if you're able to kind of persevere through it and and Ryan talked about this quite a bit you can find you can navigate your way to be a successful um, trader slash investor I don't know how yeah. you guys feel about that as well. Yeah, yeah absolutely. absolutely. I mean, I, I guess the most common, you know, if you're going to talk about what's the cons in investing, people lose money, right? So the most common reason why a lot of people will probably lose money is by not having a proper understanding of risk management and also, um, you know, trading about stop losses and things like that. So, you know, once you can sort of get that under your belt as far as understanding then, you know, you will be able to mitigate this. Yeah. Yeah. Andrew, you as well. Yeah, guys. So this 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 is the issue with when we go live is guys sounds as if I'm blocking or as if I'm uh, in and out in and out of service. Don't know how you two can hear me. Yeah. I hear you. Okay. Uh, you hear you hear him um, echoey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, guys. Okay. So I'm, so I'm pro probably gonna wrap the show up for my end. I don't know. Uh, it's a shame, it's a shame actually. But yeah. So for me, uh, crack, crack it into it. What we probably do is very tempted to pick up on this guy. So maybe I'm a. Maybe we'll revisit this interview. Maybe uh, towards the end of the year, in the new year, when uh, technology doesn't let us down. It's okay. really is a shame. shame. But, uh, yeah. So, Andrew, yeah. um, PJ, you hear an echo through? Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Would you mind um, just trying, just try this experiment? Just leave and, and come right back in. Just pop out and pop back in. See, that may they may fix it. Um, it's one way to get rid of me. Okay. <laughs> come right back in. We, do, we do have it. <laughs> well, we have, yeah, maybe he has the, the YouTube open. That may be an issue. Also, close the, close the YouTube if you have it open. Um, I wanted to try and get to the um, competitions. Before yes, we yes. Off. For those that don't know, we have yeah, these um, WhatsApp, WhatsApp challenges for yeah, everyone. Yeah. Just fun. You know what I mean? Yeah, it helps you to just pay attention to the market and stuff. Yeah, Andrew, let's try a test now. Hi, guys. Is so I can still hear PJ blocking and myself. So, uh... All right, let's try this. Is that any better? 
Okay, guys, this is this is a blooper for sure. But yeah, that's no, that's again. better. That's better. That's, that's better. Yeah. Okay, let's leave it like that. Let's leave it like that. Okay. Okay. I think I, so, all I did was I I closed out the um the image. So if we wanted to do charts, I don't know if your echo is going to yeah. come back. But okay, we can just keep it with the three of us. Um, you want to do the competitions now? Let's knock it out. Yeah, yeah come on then. Let's go. All right, let's do it. Okay, so as PJ said, each month we do competitions in the WhatsApp groups. The Savvy Investors is focused on trade in stocks. And congratulations to Colin. Um, the, the ticker symbol was G-O-L-D. That's for Barrett Gould. And uh, Colin was the closest to the pin or closest to the number. And um, he's going to win lunch with me where we can pick each other's brains and, and go over a few things um, while we're having a nice meal. So Colin, thanks again for, for participating. The next competition thanks. is going to be for Facebook. So this is the, um, the social media company formerly known as Facebook. It's now known as Metaverse. And they actually changed their, they were supposed to change their ticker from FB to MVRS on December 1st. They ended up delaying it until Q, Q1 2022. But anyway, ticker symbol FB as of right now. Um, this is what everybody knows as Facebook. Please post what you think the price will be midnight at the end of the year. Um, so midnight, December 31st, please post it in the WhatsApp chat. Next up. Crypto Wizards competition. Congratulations, um, Kyle. You know, he, he was the first to or closest to Dash. Um, I can't even remember what the uh, actual price was. It was $179 at the time. It's been in a dawn trend lately. The crypto market's been taking licks. But yeah, um, yeah congratulations. Cool. And then, yeah, well done, Kyle. Well done. Yeah, well done. Here we go. This is the new one. Okay, so yeah, everybody's worried about what's going on with Bitcoin. Has it um, peaked? Has it is it just going sideways for a bit? So um, December thirty first, put in your beers for where you feel Bitcoin is going to reach at the end of the month. Cool. And guys, the forex competition. So holla, Patron Williams. Well done. So we had <laughs> told you guys I've been watching way too much Spanish TV. But well done, Ryan. He uh, won the competition with the Mexican peso. That was great. So guys, we've got a bit of a got a bit of a two horse race in the Forex competition now between Misha and Ryan. So I'm really, really looking forward to December's competition and who the winner's gonna be. So we're looking at guys the price of Euro and the Great British Pound and may, may the best forex trader win so again from me i'm going to fund, fund your uh, forex trading accounts and i know it's a little bit of a backlog at the moment but that will be done for sure this month but uh come on guys whoever's in the forex group let's, let's have a different winner end of the month please that'll be that'll be really really good yeah Awesome. Um, just a reminder, everybody in all the groups, please post by the end of day Wednesday just so we can get all our, our posts in. Yes, yes. All right. That's it. That's the show, everybody. Yeah, it's been, guys, uh, it's really a shame we had that little technical difficulty and yeah. uh, Goddard's ministry's come back and said we sound in better. But in really bed. enjoyed the, again, really, really enjoyed the interview. And we've got five minutes left, guys. So just to put you on the spot. Uh, we've had some amazing guests throughout the year. I've really, really enjoyed the show. Uh, it's like I say all the time, we're just starting out, and I think every show's getting better. But so for you, and I'm willing to go first, who's been your favourite guest and why? 
Oh, I wasn't prepared for this one. Oh yeah, definitely. So, okay, so guys, I, okay, I, I'm willing to go first. Uh, have you know you? Yes. No, <laughs> so, just just to give you guys some time to think. So, first of all, I've really enjoyed all the guests. I think from guest one to, to our final guest for 2021, they've all been amazing. They've really all brought you know excellent information to the table. But for me, uh, it's going to be Terry Too Cool. And the reason being is for me, so since since I've been trading, it's all about being about investment and making dollars and, you know, again, those dollars in the bank. But I never really thought of, you know, like a money saving expert that Terry is. I never really thought, you know, about these money diaries and you know, some of the ideas she gave she gave us. So I thought it was a refreshing way to look at things, you know. So I think some of the ideas Terry gave me was a great way to fund, you know, my trading, my crypto and uh, my, you know, my savvy investor account. So uh, I loved all the interviews, but I think, you know, for me, if I was, uh, if I was giving out medals, I, I'd probably give it give it to Terry. So Terry, thank you very much. Nice. Like, what about what about you, P? What are, what are you thinking? It's hard, man. It's hard to choose because I feel each, each person that we've interviewed brought a different element to what we was trying to accomplish, right? As far as, you know, we're just trying to strike a conversation. Nobody's posing as experts or, you know, not trying to be like the lighthouse for everybody's investment endeavors. But I just feel for me, um, somebody I just wanted to have a conversation with for the longest while has always been Ryan, Ryan Swan. Um, so yeah, he definitely was one of, I could say probably one of the favorites. Yeah, that's a good choice. That's a really good choice. Um, yeah, it was for me as well. It's 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 nice to kind of it's almost like having lunch with with Ryan or, or having dinner with Ryan and being able to pick his brain. Um, and that's I think one of the advantages of having these shows and things like that. Um, I would say if if I had to pick one person, I I I do like a little bit of each one of our interview guests. Um, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. It's it's they're all special in their own way. Um, and I do know Swanee was talking about um, investing with a friend, and his name is Zicomo. And I think it would be great if we can get Zicomo on the show. Yes. I'm kind of just thinking off the top of my head. I was going to throw it out there, too. Yeah, because Zicomo was the one that Swanee really uh, worked closely with. So we're just thinking about more guests, I think, in the new year, trying to continue to give you guys um, shows just like this. And there's also another um, another person. I want to shout out Work Academy, our high school. Um, we did invite members of our high school to watch today, and yes. there is one of the one of the people from our year, um, Della, is a full time trader. So that's another yes. person I think would be great to get her yeah, on. She's she's amazing. Yeah, I she was tease them like. That's just a front. You moved away to England and became a drug kingpin. It's just like, shut up. <laughs> 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 so she sent me a video of her actually doing a live options trade. And I said, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it would be nice to get Dalla on for sure. Yeah. So more more to come onwards and upwards. And, and I think um, I just, I enjoy every episode. I did. I would have to say I also enjoyed Swanee. Um, because if you think about the person that kind of got you into trade and being able to see where they've come, um, it, it, there's a, a satisfaction there um, that, that I think was special for me. I'm not trying to um, take your answer, PJ. But, no, no, um, no, no. It's, it's mutual. It's and, and for me also, like uh, also, uh, I would say another person that I did enjoy having is always fun talking to was um, Ryan Williams as well. Yeah, um, definitely. You know, I thought that was actually going to be Andrew's 
Um, yeah. Answer, but how excited he was to have. The yeah. So, so guys, if if Ryan, if Ryan's watching, I'm sorry. If he's not, if he's not watching, please don't tell him I chose Terry. But no, <laughs> but no, guys, I, all the guests have been amazing, and you know, I just want to give my gratitude to all of them for coming on the show. But yeah. just, just for me, Terry just sort of flipped my like the philosophy on its head. Where basically, you know, it's not about chasing the dollar or making dollars. Actually, I can just, uh, you know, being a little bit savvy, being a little bit you know, more clever with what I got. Yeah, can go a long way, and that and that's that. That's what I enjoyed. You know, that that was my takeaway from that. But yeah, I've really, really enjoyed uh, all the guests. It's been amazing, and I really can't wait for twenty twenty two. You know, we're definitely going to get all the guests back on because yeah, with Ryan, I really you know, I loved his energy on the show. Yeah, was, you know, you, you know, tell we all really enjoyed ourselves, and it, it was really good fun. And you know, with our first guest as well, Jonathan, that you know that that was amazing as well. So, but it's just it's just been a brilliant year, and. I can't believe it's it's the end of 2021. It's just gone so fast since we started. Can't forget Zuri Darrell as well. That was yeah, brilliant. That brilliant was great. That was great to have yeah. as well. Somebody yeah. who I think lives and breathes it, and it's you know yeah. full time job is the best. It, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we do have a lot of questions or comments in the group. I wanted to just post um, some of those just before we we, we, we lose people. Um, so Sheldon Johnston was saying Facebook equals matter, actually. And, and I think that's what we were trying to say. Um, I was trying to say that um, Facebook is now matter. Um, and that was the competition for the Savvy Investors Group. Also got Swanee listening um, and, and able to, to say it was, it was a pleasure. So definitely getting you back on, Swanee. And it was nice to, to, to have you on the show. Really fun. To, yeah, thank to you, Swanee. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Sophie Knight, um, not exactly sure what um, she's saying. I know ARC is a, um, they, they have ETFs, but um, really appreciate the, the, the posts. Also, uh, Khalees saying, um, great convo. So thank you very much, Khalees. I know who you are. And um, thank you for everything that you continue to do to help the show to grow. Thanks, Khalees. Um, yeah. All right. Um, any any other words that we, we wanted to share? Uh, we're coming up to just after after the hour. How's how's you guys trading week been? As a <laughs> I wish I wish you wouldn't ask. <laughs> uh, oh, is, that, is that the time? I got, I got to go. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, yeah. Been so, it's been rough. So, so guys, it's been a hard week for me from Forex. So I think I sent out uh, three trades I was taking in the Forex community. I'm still in the trades, but if I was a better trader, I would have probably taken a stop loss. But I haven't. You know, I still believe uh, my trades tr trades are set for the right direction. Uh, but we'll see end of the week, and we'll see on tonight's open. To be honest, but yeah, it hasn't been a good week. I've just been. Uh, I got three trades open in the forex market, and yeah, I'm stuck in them at the moment. If I don't see a positive move by the end of Monday, uh, GMT, uh, I'll probably stop out on them and then put my feet up for Christmas yeah yeah i was yeah. thinking the same i was looking at a few things but trying to find opportunities right now i believe there's a lot of manipulation going on at this point as well um from my software i i get these on uh, yellow axis when big whales come in and manipulate the market and there's been a lot of them lately so you know it's been hard especially for the little trading competition um, yeah, I don't want to talk about it. that right now. <laughs> All right, I, 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 will, I will speak. Um, Andrew, do you want to just let people know about the side bet and <clears throat> at least let them know what the side bet is if this is their first show? Yeah, so 
guys, uh, on every show we run a little side bet. So uh, first of all, I was against the side bet, and I, I wouldn't like play with Mandela in the side bet. So him and PJ decided to go head to head every month on uh, the Price Is Right or trading competition or some other uh, financial challenge. And at the moment, we're at uh, what we call it, we're at a, a dead dead eek at the moment. So Mandela's on three points, and PJ's on three points. So going into the end of 2021, it's winner takes all. And these guys are actually doing a, a trade-off by the by the end of this month. And at the moment, I haven't checked uh, the prices, but from Mandela's reaction, I got, I got and from PJ's reaction, I got a feeling PJ's in the lead for sure. It's going to be good. So I, I try to be gentle on these guys this year because Whoever wins the side bet, they, they're going to take my place as the referee. Then I'm going to step into their shoes and go through 12 months of uh, side bets. So yeah. whoever wins, yeah. guys, be, I keep saying it, be gentle on me, please. Yeah. And, uh, looking forward to it. Yeah, I think seven it'll be more fun. days. Yeah, seven more days. And I've been doing terribly. So at, initially, I started losing and I said, you know what? Maybe it's better for me to just be the referee. I should just go for referee <laughs> status, and that's why I don't want to see my score right now. So, so are you saying you're trying to lose on purpose? I'm not trying to lose. I'm just I have a strategy, guys. And I'm uh, gonna achieve that goal. No, so the winner becomes the referee, Mandela. The winner. I thought it was the loser. Okay. All right, gotta turn things around then. Yeah. Okay, got a week to do it. So, okay. guys, we're we're over the hour mark. Okay. And it's been a great show. I'm gonna I'm gonna make a move, guys. If that's okay. And yep. I will catch up with you over Christmas and we'll speak soon. All right. Yes. Thank yes. you. Hey, you thank you. Thanks Take so it much. easy, right. man. Cheers, guys. Cool. All right, P, you want to close out this show? Why don't yes. we, why don't we um, do something crazy? <laughs> like what? <laughs> Tell everybody to continue watching our shows and try and binge watch all of our episodes before the yeah, new year. Yeah, go back and check you yeah. know, who we had mentioned and you know, see who, who probably... You know, tickle your fancy. Like I, I know we're just starting out, bro. With us, you know, nobody's professionals yet, but you know, we're trying to do a positive thing, just stimulate the conversation of investing and trading. So yeah. just check out the rest of our videos on Signature FX on YouTube. And um, yeah, man, happy holidays to everybody. Yeah, Prepare same here. Happy holidays. Enjoy the holidays. Yeah. yeah. I think it's a good it's a good time to kind of look back on everything in your life. And um this year especially, you know, yeah. COVID's been a, a, a wreck for everybody, you know. Yeah, it trying is. to get some normal feedback going and yeah. Yeah. Um, definitely check out the the rest of the videos. It might be, you know. Yeah, just check them out. Yeah. All right. Cool. Um, I'm going to give one one wise word of wisdom, um, and that's going to be um, what is chaos for the fly is normal for the spider. And mm -hmm. in investing, you always want to be the spider. You always want to be the one who has set the trap and the one who is stepping back and trapping the flies. Um, yes. Swanee, made, Swanee made a very good point when we were talking about uh, mental game, which was um, focusing on like longer term, 
So sometimes it's nice yeah. to kind of take a step back and and so what is what is chaos for the fly is normal for the spider, yeah. and you always want to make sure that we're all Spider Man. My son is so much into Spider Man <laughs> right now, and and I'm like, yeah, I am too. I'm the Spider Man, <laughs> and I'm showing him the charts, and he's like, what's that? Wiggly worms. That's not Spider Man. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's my my um, two words yeah, for today. Which makes a lot of sense, man. It makes a lot yeah. of sense because everybody tries to be reactionary, you know, and, and yeah. sometimes, well, the better traders could kind of sit back, you know, and just assess everything from a macro point of view and be, be able to pick up on opportunities. But yeah, that's that's a great piece of advice. Thank you, everybody. Pete. Thank you. Um, I think I think you could probably share this with me, P, especially when starting out the tendency is to try and find out what is the secret to successful investing like yes. what is it that i need to do to make money yes. and i think if you take the time to go back and listen to the interview with swanee it's all laid out there mm -hmm. it's different for everybody you have to have a passion and you have to have a curiosity and yes. i can't tell you how to live your life i can't tell you what's going to make you a happy uh, a happy human being and I can't tell you how you're going to trade successfully. Absolutely. Yes, One thing that is consistent with everybody is those that have stuck with it, they could say that they've taken licks, they've taken bumps, they've made mistakes. Yeah. So when you find yourself in those positions, just know that that's normal and just you know, assess the situation and try to figure out what you did wrong and um, try not to make those mistakes again, you know, and, and, there's a lot of content on the internet, you know, where you can look up certain strategies and stuff. So yeah, it really benefits to do your um, research. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, P. All right, that's it. Have a have a happy holidays, everybody. Yes. And we'll talk to you all later. Cool. Peace.